Hello and welcome to the Lifehouse Church Beloved Podcast. My name is Lena Hobson and I'm here with Carolyn Thomas and Debbie Singh. How are you girls? Well, Good, thank you. It's our first recording for 2016 so I'm pretty excited about the, the new year of recording ahead. We've got some um, fancy podcast gear which are... Uh, is very good and picks up every every stray noise in the room. So if you hear some rain and thunder and a bit of a buzz, that's probably what it is. All right, so we're going to be continuing on with our Colossians series. Um, today we're going to be looking at chapter three, but we'll just quickly recap um, last podcast. We looked at chapter two and we finished off by talking about how um, rules and regulations have no power to free us. It's only Christ who can truly set us free you know we can look at behavior modification and try and change how we behave for a while we can sort of keep sin in check for a little bit but we will never be free of its power so our freedom doesn't come from restraining sensual indulgence by rules and regulations it comes from the death of our old nature and by walking in the spirit which is only done through christ jesus okay Um, So let's just start off with reading Colossians 3 verses 1 to 17 in the NIV. It says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above and not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which has been renewed, in knowledge of the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, scython, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Carol, do you just want to talk about the progression there? Yeah, I was just, you know, when I was reading this, it really stood out to me. Paul, this is how Paul writes. He'll usually give a doctrinal statement, a truth, and then he goes on to, you know, give the practical application that should flow from that truth. And so we see that at the beginning. The truth that he states is that you have been raised with Christ. And now it's really interesting to note the progression from that truth. So that set your heart, set your minds, put to death, rid yourself, clothe yourself bear with each other, forgive one another. So the progression from the truth that 
Christ, you've been raised with him, and then onto the application, therefore this is how you should behave. So he starts to set your heart, then your mind. And you know, once you've got truth in you, in your heart, then that renews your mind. If you think of the scripture, you know, that talks about be transformed through the renewing of your mind. So set your heart and then set your mind. And then from that renewal of your mind with truth comes the action, which is your behavior. Because once your thinking changes, setting your mind, that will influence your behavior. And then there comes the behaviors that flow out of that. Put to death these things. Rid yourself of these other things. And then that in turn actually creates correct attitudes and that flows on from there. Clothe yourself, bear with one another, forgive one another. So that just really jumped out at me to see that progression. Yeah. Debbie, do you want to read um, just verses 1 to 4 again? Yeah. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Um, so let's just pick out a few key verses um, from those verses, and we'll just have a chat about them. All right, so we've been raised with Christ. What does that mean? All right, so that, as I said earlier, that's the doctrinal statement, the truth. Um, and for us as believers, it actually shows us the state and standing that we have. Okay, raised with Christ. And, you know, for us, baptism is symbolic of that, that dying and being raised with Christ. We die to the old selves and our lives are now in him. That's what being raised with him. Because of him, we've got life. And now we need to start to live to please him. And, you know, so we're dead and we've been raised with Christ. And that means that we've got the benefits as well of his resurrection by our union and our communion with him. And so it just really shows us our standing and, you know, where we are now, where our life is raised with him, in him. Yeah, I really like that. We're a completely new creation. Yeah, yep. The old mm. is gone and the new has come. Yep. Mm. I'm like, okay, well, I've got nothing left to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the highest, I mean, both of those things, like the highest standard and, yeah, dying, you know, being resurrected after dying to self. So, mm. yeah. Okay, what about set your hearts on things above? So we're to set our hearts or seek the things that are above and so we're to desire earnestly and strive after the things above and that's I see that as a choice that we have to make, as yeah. an ongoing active choice. It's not one of those things you sort of just like roll out of the bed and magically happens. Mm. Um, you know, we have to make that decision to be focused on what is ahead and thinking about Lot's wife and she's Genesis 19 um, is where the story is where she was told to flee to escape God's judgment on Sodom and Gomorrah and to not look back but she looked back to Sodom and Gomorrah and she turned into that pillar of salt and I think that she looked back because her heart was set on Sodom and Gomorrah she was mm. she desired that sinful lifestyle and what she had there more than she desired God and that rescue. So if we're not fixed on what is ahead, we will become entangled in sin um, and in the affairs of the world and lose our sense of mission and purpose. That's really good, that illustration, like you say, for Lot's wife, she looked back because her heart was set on that. And it was the same as well with the Israelites in the desert, you know, they're grumbling, complaining and saying, you should have left us in Egypt. Um, you know, they said that and mm. um, that's the same as well. Their hearts were set on, mm. on that. 
Um, yeah, as you said, Lena, that is set your hearts the same as seeking, and it comes from the Greek word zeto, and it's to seek or to set, and it's a really strong verb that requires action. And so it's saying, you know, seeking, striving after to actually desire. You know, sometimes I think we can just read over scripture quite quickly and just not get the full impact of the yeah. word. You know, set your hearts. You think it's something really active and desiring. And, you know, in Matthew 6.33, we see there as well, the scripture, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And that seeking, again, is to really go after and to desire, to cover earnestly, in fact, um, to strive after things above and, you know, seeking those things that are above means that we've got to care more about the concerns of another world, which is, you know, heaven, than we do about our earthly concerns. Mm. Um, and when I, I was, you know, thinking about this, the scripture in 2 Timothy 2, 4 came to mind, no one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. And so I think that really talks as well to that setting your heart and mind on things above, seeking first his kingdom, his righteousness, putting God first in everything. Um, and, you know, it's where um, it says, yeah, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. So he's seated at the right hand. And, you know, that speaks to me of Christ's position of authority on the throne of God. And to me, that word seated also has a lot of meaning. Christ is seated at the right hand because Seated means his work is done, you know. Um, Jesus completed his work when he died for us, and we know that his final words were, it is finished, mm -hmm. and then he gave up his spirit. And that is significant as well, you know, that he gave it up. It wasn't taken from him. He did it um, as an act of will. And now he's seated, so he's offered once and for all the perfect sacrifice for us which is our justification and then he rose again giving us that guarantee that we'll be resurrected one day and now he sits at the right hand of the father having done all of this for us there's no more work that's required and um practically how do we do that how do we set our heart and things above uh, and and for me it would be primarily by being in the word because to set my you know heart on things above i have to be thinking Mm. about the word thinking of all the truths and believing that truth about my standing in Christ the truth of what he did for me the truth of his word and his promises and that's what I have to fill my heart and mind with so that I'm going to stay focused on things above because if I'm not then I'm not going to stay focused and putting God first as priority in every circumstance praying making him an integral part of my everyday life every decision so that I don't lose my focus mm. and start to look at the things below and get entangled in the civilian affairs and, you know, a big part of that, obviously, is believing the truth and the discipline of believing that God's ways and thoughts are higher. You know, I love that scripture from Isaiah, that his ways and thoughts are higher, and believing that. And that's how you would practically be able to keep your mind on things above. Um, and again, setting your heart on things above just means that I have to view everything through God's viewpoint. Mm. I have to, you know, see it from above and not below because the the Bible also tells us we see darkly or dimly, but darkly through a glass. So we don't see it clearly if we're just looking. So if we're setting our mind and heart on what's above, we're looking from God's perspective. And Christ at the right hand of God shows us his position, as I already said, but it also reminds us of this current role that he's playing for us. He's our high priest as well, and so he's constantly interceding for us at the right hand of God. And so we need to set our hearts to remembering that because it means we can always call on him when we have any need. And Hebrew 4.14 says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has now ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. 
for we do not have a high priest who is unable to emphasize without sorry emphasize empathize <laughs> with our weaknesses but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are yet he did not sin let us then approach god's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need and then later on hebrews 6 19 uh, 18 and 19 says we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged we have this hope as an anchor for the soul firm and secure it enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain where our forerunner Jesus has entered on our behalf. He has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. So really to set you know, your heart and things above, you've got to just fully recognize what all of that means for you. Christ seated there, Christ being your intercessor and focusing on that and believing that and just keeping your eyes on that. Mm. Thanks if you're really secure to think that Christ who is my advocate, is seated in like this really high, this highest position of authority. Yep. You know? Yeah, when I, when I first was starting to think about it, I, I was thinking, you know, when the whole set your heart, you know, like you think about, um, there's been, I was thinking, you know, there's been times in my life when my heart has been set on something, you know, like my heart's been set on, you know, getting this, job or my heart's been set on um you know this happening or you know or you know and kids even my kids you know their heart gets set on getting this for christmas you know yeah, yeah. and they just they can't stop thinking you can't stop thinking about yeah. it you can't stop um you know like like when your heart's really set on something you not only think about it all the time but you find out more about it and you you know you almost will it into action sometimes yeah. you know mm -hmm. and that's you know, when we're doing, when we're setting out our hearts on Christ and, you know, and, and where he is seated, and, and like you were saying, Carolyn, you know, just the enormity of knowing that that's, you know, that's where, that's finished, it's done, it's all, you know, that, that is exciting and, and your heart is... I don't know. Yeah, it is. It, it's comforting, but at the same time, like to be able to get up every day and to have your heart set on that. Yeah. You know, some mornings, you, like you're not going to wake up and go, yeah, it's set. You know, it's all good. You know, it's you, you do. Sometimes it is a bit of a. It, it is well. It's not a bit of a. It's like you say. It's it's an action to actually mm, have to do it. Yeah. And um, and so you know, like it's a good um, indicator to see where your heart is set like if there is something else that you are really really have your heart set on yep. then is that taking precedence over your heart set on above i really i love that analogy that you used about having your heart you know set on something because um as you said when you think about it, if your heart is set on something you actually have a longing for it and that desire and yeah so, yeah that's good yeah thinking about your like Paul says set your hearts and then he goes on to set your minds <clears throat> how powerful our mind is as a as a motivator like I've noticed that I don't go to the shops much but I notice that if I go to the shops a lot it's like start to notice all the, oh, oh, a lot of beautiful things <laughs> here and oh, I could really I could go with that top or those towels they look really lovely um you know and you start to desire these things and start to think about how you would like it, what it would look like in your house, you know, you think about it as you were saying, yeah. Debbie, and um, if you think about it long enough, you can convince yourself that you need it, 
and you, you know, you've got this desire and you make plans to purchase it or you become discontent if you, you can't have it. But before you even saw it or even went, you were perfectly content <laughs> yeah, right, to yeah. have it without it. And that is the power of fixing our minds mm -hmm. on something yeah. that can really yeah. shift and that, you. That's a really good point, hey. So, because what, what you said there, what you set your heart on and what, or what you set your mind on actually causes you to start desiring it. Mm. So that's why we need to make sure then let's set it on Christ mm. so that we can desire him more and more because as you say, if you're not doing it there, it's going to be going directed somewhere else. And the more you're thinking about it, the more you're yeah. wanting it. Yeah. And so if the more we're thinking about Christ, the more we're wanting that. Yeah, we're exactly, wanting to be yeah. where he is. And yeah. it's going to influence your behavior and your attitudes and everything. Yep. Yeah, that's good. I, I, one thing that I, I had was when earthly life is getting me down, remind myself that this is nothing in comparison to heaven and eternity and then mm. the same when it's great as yeah, well so yeah. you know even on those days when my mind's going oh this is terrible you know <laughs> and what I'm going through today is bad and I just have to go okay you know what this is nothing this is this is like a, it's a large little, and momentary trouble that's it yeah it's like a flip in the whole yeah, yeah. a whole eternity and then you know and then to think about when we're going through really great times and those amazing times and you think, well, this is nothing in comparison to what yeah, what's eternity is going to be like. So, yeah. And you see what you're saying there when it, you know, you're going through a hard time and you have to say to yourself, okay, you talk, you're talking there, self-talking to yourself, this is nothing in light of what's coming. That is that action, isn't it, of setting your mind. Yeah. You're actually taking it captive and putting it on to no, this is nothing. So that's mm. really good, yeah. And then sometimes I do find myself going, please, Lord, make eternity come faster. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, and that's the thing. I know we can talk about it like it is nothing a lot of that, but I think sometimes we really do forget, hey, and this seems to be every, the all. This yeah, is all it can be quite overwhelming. Is just yeah. all we know, and, you know, that just seems like an ideal down there, and mm. we forget that it's more of a reality than yeah, this. This, physical yeah, realm yeah. it's a bit bizarre isn't it especially yeah. we were brought up like a western thinking yeah. the spiritual is actually more real than yeah and, and that's the thing that yeah. lasts isn't it I mean mm -hmm. this physical <clears throat> body and everything how often we pay more attention to that out of the whole three components that we soul spirit and body mm. um, and just how the body is the one thing that's just not going to last yeah yeah um, alright so Practically, how are we setting our hearts and minds on the things above? So you were saying, Carolyn, we're renewing our minds? Yes, yeah, so renewing your mind. Um, you know, I was just looking at that word for setting your mind, and some translations say as set your affections, um, from the Greek um, for Rona, to think of, to be mindful of. And it's actually a moral interest or reflection, so reflection, not mere unreasoning opinion. So in other words, it's not just flitting or think about that. If you actually set in your mind, you're actually reflecting, I guess, and meditating, really thinking on it. And again, for me, that shows a very active verb to be reflecting on, thinking on things above you, actually, you know, going over it. It's not just a passing thought. And... Um, you know, I guess practically it's really don't get bogged down with the negative thinking and negative attitudes. Again, you apply the word of God to renew in your mind. And I think it's really important that we realize that that involves discipline and action from you. It doesn't just yeah. happen. I think yeah. sometimes people think, oh, it just, you know, it'll happen. But I tell you what does just happen is undisciplined, critical, negative thinking 
that oh, just yeah, happens. That's automatic, <laughs> and that of course leads to poor yeah. attitude. But the actual opposite, the you know the you know, renewed mind, doesn't just happen, unfortunately, as much as we like it mm. to. Um, and I've got a whole lot of scriptures, if that's all right, to go through that. I just think scripture. Talk, that's talk not to what this. we're about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and and this all talks to that. And again, so this would be like, okay, you learn these scriptures, or you meditate on these, or reflect on these, and this is what is going to set your mind on things above, because it's bringing it into what's important, and it's setting it, you know, your eyes up and your mind up. Um, and you know, because these are all scriptures that tell us, and I mean, there's probably hundreds more, I'm sure, but just tell us how to, you know, things that we can do to, or things that we can set our mind on that are things from above. Philippians four eight. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Hebrews 3.1, Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. Um, you know, there is another scripture that talks about fix your eyes on Jesus, but this one is specifically fix your thoughts yeah. on Jesus, and yeah. that is practically yeah. setting your mind on things above. Ephesians 4.23, To be made new in the attitude of your minds. And again, that's, you know, from mm -hmm. the word and the truth, renewing your mind. Romans 12.2, do not conform to the pattern of this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 2 Corinthians 10.5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So I think it's really, you know, we've seen in this, um, and even, you know, the opening verses that we read where Paul was instructing us, Set your heart, set your mind, put to death, rid yourself, close yourself. They're all actions, mm. all verbs that we have to do. And, you know, I think often um, we lose, well, I don't know if we lose sight of it, it's the right word, but I sometimes get a little bit hard on myself or a bit down because I think, oh, I don't feel like doing this and mm. I'll beat myself up for it not being a natural feeling. But the flesh is always there, mm. but it's actually making a choice to do this. Mm. So nowhere does it say you're necessarily going to feel like doing all this. So don't let your feelings dictate to you. And also don't use that to be down on yourself when you think, well, I don't feel like doing this and, you know, I should be feeling or I should be more gracious in my thoughts. You still make the choice to do these things, active verbs. Mm -hmm. And I guess as well, it's just believing that God is good no matter what you see and that he sees the whole picture and yeah. so you know that helps you to just write I'm going to focus up there and keep my eyes up and my mind up I liked what you said like in the you know the verse um, about keep taking those thoughts captive yeah. like because that's that's another really big thing so it's one thing to to be fixing your eyes but when those thoughts come that mm. or you you realize that your mind your heart is not set on those things or especially you know you get those thoughts and you think oh you know, they lead down that track to yeah. to negativity and self doubt and and all the rest. So they're the ones that you really need to be on them too. Like, mm -hmm. so not just fix. You know, well, obviously you need to you need to fix your thoughts and your eyes on Jesus. And but we're going to get those negativities yeah. day in day out thrown at us, and so we need to capture them when they come because. Yeah. They're the ones that give you that good old pity party. And, yeah. and that's really true, Debbie, what you're saying. It's don't even let them nest. Like yeah. The thoughts will come. Sometimes it'll come from your own flesh. Often it's going to be an arrow that the enemy's just shooting to see if mm. he can get into there. And um, as you say, it's to grab them really quickly. Yeah. And I think as you mature, hopefully, you know, and the more you're in the Word, you get better at doing that quicker. Mm. 
um, because sometimes we might entertain them for a bit longer yeah. than we shouldn't. Yeah. As you say, then it leads on to the next one. It's like a rabbit warren, isn't it, going yeah. down? And, and you can start having conversations with somebody yes. in your head. Yes. <laughs> even I do that a lot. Yeah. I do that too, and it's really bad. And yeah. that's when I have to go, no, you know what? This hasn't happened. They haven't said that. Yeah. Yeah, well, if that ever came to it, you know, like I've even thought to myself, oh, well, maybe God's just prepping me. Just in case this situation well, happens. I was just, I'm like, isn't yeah, that terrible? No, but I was just going to say to you, I was talking with David of this very thing yesterday because I was telling him about all these arguments I've been having in my head with my new boss at work. And and then I thought, like, it's to work out the balance because I know there are some times where you've got to put, if you know you're going to go into a certain situation, yeah. you might prepare a little bit thinking it through and put a phrase or whatever in your mind that you sort of practice because at the time you know you're going to be flustered emotionally yeah. or whatever and it needs to come up but that's I thought as well I have to like I'm like well you know trying to justify well god maybe I'm doing that like <laughs> you just said yeah but then it's like well how do I know when I'm doing that and when I'm just going off and it was like the Holy Spirit said you know the difference and I do yeah you know? so yeah. yeah yeah it's important to take those thoughts captive really early because mm. yeah that can change your whole attitude well as it's well. a battlefield yeah. of the mind isn't it that's Definitely. where it all takes place yeah and i don't think people quite realize or maybe some do but some don't just how much yeah your thoughts just drives the whole person doesn't it, it drives all your behaviors and your attitudes all and your, your feelings yeah <laughs> it's just so so powerful yeah mm. i was thinking about how important it is to be in the word so you're renewing your mind so otherwise it's kind of like expecting that you say you do something really dirty like gardening and just get covered in mud and expecting like you can walk into a shower, turn it on for 10 seconds and turn it straight off and you're going to come out perfectly clean. Yeah. If you're not, you yeah. know, washing yourself in the word, yeah. of course all the dirt is just like yeah. sticking to you. Yeah. You know, it's all under your nails. And, yeah. mm. and like what you say, washing, that's an active, isn't it? It's ongoing. It's not just a one-off thing. Mm. Um, and you do need to keep doing that because you're just going to be, your mind will be getting polluted in that every day. Yeah, well, um, I've been having a little bit of trouble with my eyes. Um, and they're often a bit blurry, so I have trouble focusing. And my eyes are actually trying to see past, like, this infected, like, sort of um, film in my eyes. And so they're so busy trying to figure out where they should be focusing that they can't focus properly at all so that creates a lot of problems like you know with reading and writing and driving and that sort of thing um, and I was thinking about how this relates to our walk in Christ because when we've got all these focuses um, we can't really focus at all yeah. um, and then so we're focusing on the world and the earthly things and then oh we're to try and focus on Christ or, you know that doesn't work at all like to have that one focus or else yeah. it's just going to create all sorts of problems for your life you have to be set on one thing yeah, yeah. that's it don't get me started on ours and <laughs> between us lena we could write a good sermon there <laughs> we could sermon indeed. series <laughs> would be Def- happening definitely and it's ongoing so yeah our, our minds need to be set on one thing mm. we need to be focused on christ and view things through his lens as you were saying before carol yeah Mm. it's like that remember a while ago Debbie and I showed you for sure I had that picture of what it looks like if you're standing looking up yeah and just how your view's distorted where's like the looking down I yeah. Little, yeah 
Yeah. Romans 8, 6 says, The mind governed by the flesh is death, yep. but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> well, we might um wrap it up there, ladies, for tonight. Unless you had anything else you want to say? No, no that's good. good. Well, that, good yeah, <laughs> that's um all from us this time. We just really encourage you to get into the Word for yourself and just start um going through Colossians and start studying um Colossians three along with us. That would be just. It just always just blows my mind when I get into the Word and I start to study all these words and the connected scriptures, like just how rich the Word is and how much I've grown just by, you know, doing this, getting into the habit of this. Um, yeah. yeah, super good. All right, um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can pop onto our website, www.life-house.net. And I also just wanted to encourage you to um, check out our other Lifehouse Church podcasts. We've got our our main podcast, which comes out of our, our sermons um, and at-home podcast recording, as well as our Spiritual Warfare series. And we've also got a new podcast on End Times, which has got some really rich teaching in there too. So we encourage you to check them out too. Um, hope you have a good week and get into the Word.